mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Hi. Hi. Mr. K- Mr. Nasal over here. So Carrie's sick mm. and we're podcasting remotely. Taking it back to 2020. Do you have COVID? No, I tested... I thought I did, but I don't. I just, I think I just got a cold from mm. traveling. From life. From life. I have like a weird kind of scratch in my throat, but I'm ignoring uh-huh. it and letting it just like do its thing. I hope I didn't give you anything. I don't, at this point, I literally don't care. I You're going to have to be like a tsunami to take me out and to stop me <sighs> from going nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're, you're like Naomi Watson, the impossible. Ugh. COVID's like also just officially over now, I guess. I know. 
I mean, I'm not wearing a mask anymore in my building. Yeah, people masking. I went into CVS yesterday, mask-free. That felt like a huge accomplishment for the team at large. And I haven't been in Starbucks yet without a mask, but I don't know if I can go back to my Starbucks because I think that they tried to poison me the other day. What? It was all new baristas. And I ordered an oat milk latte, and the milk tasted like soy milk. Mm -mm. And so then I gave it back (laughs) and said, this tastes like soy milk. And then they made me a new one, but then that one tasted like soap. And so I said, well, I guess I've made several enemies, and now this is I'm persona non grata at the Starbucks. Once you sour your space with a certain Starbucks, you must flee. You have, yeah. to, you have to change. I'm just my own barista from here on out. Then I was prompted to just stock up. I bought like three gallons of oat milk and just damn. like, well, God, like <laughs> four, like four bags of coffee. And I was like, it's just me now fighting the good fight. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's fucked up how like the cone of shame you wear after you like when you feel sort of vulnerable and defensive at a Starbucks, then you feel like you have to exile yourself. And it's like, I don't feel shame and I don't feel like I'm exiling. I'm, I feel that you feel threatened. I feel threatened (laughs) and I feel targeted and I feel gaslit for being an ally for truly being Starbucks. Number one fan. Mm -hmm. And then I guess in the three months that I haven't been going there, the turnover rate's high because I didn't recognize a soul. And that sends a shiver down my spine. I know. It was really weird. And then the destabilizing (laughs) effect of taking a sip of what one thinks will be oat milk Mm. only to have it sting the throat Mm -mm. as only soy milk can. And right. Then to just have, like, I know what it should have tasted like. You know what I mean? Like, I got hot oat milk lattes in Seattle. You're nobody's Starbucks fool. Mecca. Yeah. So I know what to expect. <laughs> and What to expect when you're expecting? <laughs> a hot, Wait, non-dairy quad latte Oof. to the dome. You know, and it did not serve. Yeah, they might have been. I mean, who knows? I don't know. I'm never going back. So that's the thing. That's that's it for me. I can never so go back to tea. that one. Are you talking about the one that's near you? Yeah. Oh, well. I know. I'll give it time. I'll. I will go back eventually. But I'm gonna have to watch like a hawk, and I. Mm. I don't trust. I don't trust them to really execute the mobile order. No. So it's gonna have to be an in-person order, and then like just a, keeping an eye. A watchful yeah. eye over my latte to make sure, but that's a lot of that's a lot of effort, and now I'm doing part of the work. So, mm. you know, I have to say not to like sell out my own secret, my secret weapon, but the Starbucks on Sunset and Hayworth is they've got it down. Yeah, they are foolproof mobile orders. They have like some days they have great music playing outside on the on the alfresco patio they had drag queens there once they're mm-hmm. like fully in in command and i i thrive there and i love that i don't want to 
blow up my own spot because now I don't want like I don't want to get the word out of how good it is. Even though yeah, like, less it's, it. Even though it's so crowded. But if you ever want to make like a little jaunt over to that side of West Hollywood, you should. I'm not going to lie, going north feels really intense for me in the mornings. But Laura, you're getting a quad to the face. So like, why not just ramp up the intensity and get the fuck over to the real Starbucks? How about this? If I find myself in that area in the morning, that's where I'll go. All right. But I can't, I can't, that's asking so much to Mm. go up a hill, a huge hill to get to the top of the hill, to go into that Starbucks and just trust that Mm. they're going to execute. Yeah. I mean, I'm just offering you a solution based program here. And I like that, but it, it, is an option. Right. Okay. However, well, if you ever find biggest... yourself lost by the laugh factory, mm-hmm. why not heading on over to CB2 for, to do a little peruse and you think, why do not a go get a browse? Why not go get a quad at 2 PM <laughs> and then not sleep for two days? No, that's what happened after my poisonous latte. Then I stocked up. I said, it's killer be killed out here shane hall's like you've got to just do it's a diy approach and then i didn't have my like satisfying latte so i made myself one at like 3 p.m and then Mm. had the worst night of sleep of my life oh it's pure meth so this starbucks really they like fucked me up for a whole day it's kind of like a shock and awe like just i really disorient disorient complete disorientation not enough to like make you queasy or sick but like they threw you off your game and then your sleep was affected your schedule was affected they knew what they were doing and to that i say bravo but the battle Mm. is not yet over no the the war (laughs) war they may have won the battle but they'll lose the war won because they may have won the battle (laughs) i'll be I'll be barista-ing. I'll be down. Just a mere few doors down. I really think it's the quad that throws everyone off. And I, <laughs> it's an aggressive I pray, I pray that someday mm. Howard Schultz educates the many Starbucks baristas that a quad doesn't have to be that. It doesn't have to be that different from just a reg. Right. Yeah. I mean, I always think about like my time as a cold stone employee mm-hmm. and like it took me so long to to be able to think outside the box with like i can Im- you know but then i was like really good at it <laughs> i was a really good cold stone i was a good employee like i by the end of it i was like swift on the cash register doing yeah. change cleaning up mixing mixing mashing i was really good it's just about getting you to the point where you me, have me a handle. Personally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have a handle on what you're doing. And then yeah. when you feel confident, you fucking shine. I do. So I couldn't I I don't think I would be I don't think I would last a day working at Starbucks. Not with someone like me coming around every but day. If you have a stalwart customer who just is dependable, reliable, comes in. 
you know, don't. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm just saying, if you have like, you just get lost in Starbucks. I just did. I was like, if you, if you know, like, you know, who were, you could tell the real, the real OG crew had all left because they would have been like, oh, that's, we got it. Yeah. That's, I'll take this. I know. I was looking, I was searching for my gay barista. Yeah, your gay would have been like, I got it. But also, I think it's actually a different, yeah, it's a different staff on Sundays, perhaps. So, Uh, yeah, they have a different Sundays, like a. And you know what? Starbucks on the weekend, they don't serve. Starbucks is. You should never go to Starbucks on a weekend. Avoid it at all costs. You're totally right. It's a total weekday place. On the weekend, it's like a no man's land. Anything goes. It's every. It's actually every man's land, mm. which then turns it into a not you land. A like you're world. no longer important. It's right. every other person. You know, I was driving back from something a few weeks ago in Hollywood, and I passed by a drive-through Starbucks that was like over the 101, and mm-hmm. I was like, I looked. It was 9 p.m. and on a Saturday night, a line down, basically down the block, to go into a drive-through Starbucks. I was like, what? the fuck is going People are trying on trying to get their caffeine on i i mean i'm like i don't even go that far that's like that's a no- whole 9 p.m other, a 9 p.m start not even for like for the drive-through like what do you how many i guess that many people needed caffeine at that point or like one of their pinines yeah what like, are you up to what what's you- going on in your life that's brought you to this drive-through right what are you what are you powering up for? I don't trust even the plans of anyone. But it was it was wherever they're going afterwards, they need to be investigated by Homeland Security because yeah. no one needs Starbucks at nine PM. It was I'm telling you, it was at least thirty cars. I was like Mm-mm. Oh no. my fucking God. No. What is this tailgate? Mm-mm. There was some kind of, I don't know. But yeah, Starbucks on the weekend is you should avoid. Yeah. Avoid like the plague. I think that was the problem. Mm. And uh, I, I'm i glad that I had the space to like work it out and come to that. It's not. Yeah. It's not all you. these employees are against me. It's not your fault. I'm not the enemy. It was not my fault. Mm-mm. And yeah, it's just it's hard out here when you're oat milk only. When you're a quad girl, it's. When you're quad, it's, it's hard enough. It's hard but enough. But you add oat milk to the mix, forget it. It's hard enough to be a woman in this world. It's even harder to add be a, to that to a woman a... who wants a quad, a quad girl, <laughs> and um, add on top of that an oat milk girl, mm. and then you can see what I'm up against every goddamn day of my life. You're in the trenches. I am out here. Speaking of international, in honor of International Women's Week, we salute you, and we also salute Grimes' new baby girl. Mm-hmm. Why? Sa- we salute why? Side rail. Side rail. <laughs> I love it. Side rail. use of the A-E. Time caper. And she also seems to be accessible, like, to both able bodies and non-able bodies by being side rail. So... <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that in her. Side rail. As Side soon as rail. I saw that, I was like, oh, okay. She's I, channeling. I just immediately assumed it was yet another son because I think Elon only likes to sire men, mm-hmm. uh, male spawn. 
So I was I was pleasantly surprised that it was a it was a lady. Alas. Yeah. But I like the name Exa Dark Side Rail. <laughs> it's a better name than Exa Yeah, Exa's cute. I thought that also I thought they were totally split up. But this baby was born via surrogate, so didn't they split up like nine months ago or something? I, I think they just had one. I think they're just like besties. So like she said in the article, I like think... we're, we're, we were together again for a little while, but we're just we're just meant to be best friends. And like he's the love of my life. So I think they just want to Let's parent chill. together. Oh, the Vanity Fair article. I haven't read that. Well, it's kind of weird because she hid the baby from the interviewer. And then the interviewer, midway through, hears a newborn screaming upstairs. And they both got silent. And he said, Grimes, are you hiding a child from me? And she said, yes. And then <laughs> then they heard like a nanny upstairs shooing the baby and or cooing at the baby and he and she was like yeah i just kind of i don't know really what i was thinking i just didn't really want to talk about it all right i mean i guess that's your prerogative your baby your 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 test tube baby your problem (laughs) your xie i think when you're rich you're just like let's have a baby like and you can just pay for a surrogate to get in the mix why not have like a million children he does. He has like eight sons. Yeah. It's truly not a problem to be a baby daddy to many when you have billions of dollars. I mean, I was thinking about it. It's pretty remarkable. Like Grimes, like she's a full bonafide like celeb now. Mm-hmm. You know, like she's, yeah. she's like, who's that girl? <laughs> <laughs> She is kind of like she went from and she she got the bag. Oh, I mean, she's secured the bag. No bigger bag. I know. So I tip my hat to that. I hope she makes new music and goes on tour and has like a really good stage live show because we deserve Mm. it. I mean, God bless her for wanting to, you know, mix her jeans with that gene swirl but um you know what power to her like you are rolling the dice on like Um, it's already hard enough yeah when you are having a baby as a woman oh i guess the second one didn't really go through her body but like hard enough when you're having a baby as a woman to go through all those changes yeah to go through all the changes, then you have the baby. Then you have to mm. realize, oh, I I pay now for everything this baby does, and now I have to like deal with this baby day in yeah. day out for the rest of its life. That's already like a big barrier to entry. Totally. But then to have a baby that looks not like you'd like it to would make it a little bit harder. Hopefully, more like I think. I'm hoping she's cute. She's, she's cute. babyish in her own. Her son seems adorable, so I'm sure the girl. Like, I think luckily they'll get more of her genes than the. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the... And she's younger, so maybe her genes are more prevalent than like 
older sperm. I have no idea if that's science. I just feel like that could be yeah, the deal. I just, I just hope her genes won out, you know, because his, mm-hmm. his just feel angry and, you know, sinister. I think my opinion. I don't. I wouldn't want to fuck Elon Musk. Or allow him <laughs> to spread his seed. I'd like a surrogate in that situation. Yeah. As well, but maybe you do have to just take one fuck for the team and birth one baby, and then you get the rest via surrogate, and then it's kind of chill. I think she'll just be like, "Hey, like whenever you have a moment, can you give me some?" come mm-hmm. and he's like yeah sure and she's like cool I'm gonna have, I, think I'm gonna have, I think I'm gonna have twins and I'm gonna name them <laughs> and side rail <laughs> side rail side rail monorail <laughs> <laughs> elevator These kids also are either gonna be the biggest losers or they are the future I bet they're pretty cool. It's one or the other. It's like a very binary existence. I don't think they're just going to like be kind of neutral or whatever in life. Not with a name like Side Rail. (laughs) No, your mother. (laughs) Not only is your dad who he is, but your mother is someone who tried to sail down the Mississippi River on a houseboat filled with diseased chickens with her like indie boyfriend. I don't remember that. Grimes and her old boyfriend before she was big, they tried to sail down the Mississippi River on a houseboat and they got stopped three days into their journey. Like a hand, like a homemade boat. They got stopped because <laughs> I think the FD or the food, whatever, they, the FDA, they stopped them or the livestock police stopped them and all the chickens were dead or dying of like this terrible disease. And she was, what? they were like, hey, you got to go back to Canada. And she was like, okay. Mm, Sorry. Oh, my God. Wow. Sorry about Grimes that. Grimes has always been one for an adventure. I'll give her that. <laughs> she went, Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry, I'll go back now. <laughs> I'll go back to Toronto. <laughs> to Montreal. I love, like, the livestock commissioner got involved. I just immediately thought of you know Kevin him. Costner. He was like, Miss Grimes. (laughs) They would not accept Grimes in Yellowstone. I'd love to see just a kooky a kooky musician do like a cameo. (laughs) Like there needs to be one episode where like a weirdo musician comes to Yellowstone just so they can like clown on them. Because you know they like to make fun on that show sometimes of like they did that bit where Piper Parabo. No, I haven't seen her yet. But like I'm not, I'm just still oh, haven't sorry, continued up for or season four, but like when, um, Wes Bentley's character, when Jamie goes to the coffee shop and it's like, he can't just get a coffee. It's like pour over what the heck. And it does like a whole bit on like how crazy coffee culture has gotten. We're and like, I live for that shit. I love it when Yellowstone meanwhile, tries to make those silly points. Meanwhile, me I go, were like, don't I know it? Don't I know it? Don't I know it? I've waited in that line for a pour over too, and I didn't love it. So I want them to have like a Grimes like character come on and like make fun of her blue hair. 
She doesn't even have her hair is like silver at this point. Yeah. She's, She's wild. Full She's Elvin. I'm just I like her. Oh, I I mean, don't get me wrong, Grimes is like a seminal musician for me. Like I mm-hmm. I I think she's beyond brilliant and she's helped you be gay. She did. I mean, Visions that album was like my New York soundtrack when I moved to New York. Every album she does is good. Mhm. So, she the proof is in the pudding with her. And she's she's proven herself. She's got her chops. So she can I think she can just be a little weird and like kind of a sellout. And I love it. Yeah. I root for her. She's subverting something. We might not know for years, Mm-mm. but it's happening. She's like committing herself to the mission to Mars, I think. She's really like involved, boots on the ground with SpaceX. Okay, one of my favorite new conspiracy theories that I saw courtesy of one of the many like truther accounts that I follow on Instagram yeah. is that <laughs> Mars is actually just like somewhere in Canada and Mar- like all footage of Mars is being faked. Do these people think that we live like in a so they just think we live in like a giant dome where there's they no, may, there's no, no space? No, they think that there is space, but they think they're they made a pretty compelling argument with like side by side photos. With side rail. With side rails. And they were like, This is what this place in Canada looks like. Here's the configuration of the buildings on Mars. Here's the configuration of the same exact buildings, but in this creepy place in Canada. And like it looks like the buildings looks like very simple. The boulders. The building, buildings and boulders and landscapes. Carrie, it was like, I'm not saying I believe this, but I love, I love when the truthers get to truth in mm. and they take to social media and share it is one of my favorite genres. And yeah. I was like, hmm. I looked at it, I go, much to think about. I'll put this in my pocket for later. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. 
And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Are you ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? Give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos and you will rise to the top of the heap and you will be deified and worshipped for the rest of your days walking this planet. Because as anyone who with siblings know, that's the only goal on Mother's Day is to be the favorite. And if you're an only child, you're still competing with all your other extended family members. And it's important to wage a war and come out on top. If you're an only child, you're also at war with yourself. So what you can do is get your mother or the preeminent mother figure in your life an aura frame. You load it up with photos. It's literally the easiest thing to do. And I know that you might be thinking you digital frames are bleak, but I'm telling you this aura frame is chic. And the best part is it has unlimited storage and an easy to use app so you can keep updating your mother or mother figure's frame with new photos. So it's the gift that keeps on giving and uploading. I gave my mom an aura frame and she had resisted for so long because she's truly anti-technology, like barely even understands how to FaceTime. And I said, just let me, just let me. And I set it all up for her. I plugged it in. I fired up the app. I preloaded pictures on it and now she's so into it that she figured out how to preload pictures and even runs it from her app, which is truly saying a lot because she refuses to download apps. She thinks everyone's spying on her, stealing her data and the fact that I was able to break through and she literally loves this frame, like loaded it up with pictures of her cat. I was like, we did it, Joe. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code SUP at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William vs. Harry started. 
It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disentel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. No, it's always fun to go down a wormhole. But I hadn't heard of that conspiracy theory before. So and that it's exciting to hear about new ones because I feel like I've we've really exhausted the oldest conspiracy theories. Yeah, I, there was a recent photo from Mars from a rover that looked like some kind of alien like ancient structure and then they got closer and it was like a pebble. Yeah. I was like, damn it. I wanted I want there to I want them to just find a full temple on another planet. Like a Parthenon. Mm-hmm. That yeah. would just, I think that would just help a lot. We don't have to know. I who, think, yeah, any other civilization that's not like a earthly one would like maybe help mitigate just the bad vibes on this piece of shit hole that we live in. <laughs> the vibes are bad. Yeah, I think the vibes have shifted a little bit. I mean, they're really, they're like world, they're globally bad, obviously. It's like our lives now, I think, for the rest of our existence is going to be something horrific happens. And then that will only be alleviated by like the next globally horrific thing. Mm. So it's like COVID got its like two years in the sun. And now we have like Ukraine. And so whatever comes next will be just as bad if not worse and then it will just keep going like that forever but there's kind of some respite in that where you're just like okay we're doing the damn thing i like that i was reading about putin's love child that he has with some former maid who then he gave a bank to and now she has like a hundred million dollars and her daughter is like this like insta girl who like parties and travels all the time and she's like this like hot insta girl and it's literally putin's daughter and they Mm -hmm. had to take her off social media because she started getting bullied because she was like spreading misinformation about ukraine (laughs) and apparently he's moved all of them to an underground city in siberia which i'm obsessed with I'm looking now, it says, like what the Daily the Mail says, Putin's girls, the rock and roll dancing scientist and pediatric doctor, daughters of the Russian president, taking the world towards World War Three. What a headline. <laughs> they're, ta- they're taking That's the like, world? Uh, there's so what? much going on in that headline. A, just saying Putin's girls. Putin's and then like, girls. <laughs> Putin's girls. Are we blaming? That's a good. That's a Good band name. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. The rock and roll dancing scientist and pediatric spelled pediatric doctor daughters of the Russian president taking the world towards World War Three. The Daily Mail is always so fucking cruel for their headlines because they can phrase something where the run on sentence where it looks like it clearly means the president taking the world into World War Three, but they don't they make it seem like it's. They're taking the world into World War Three. Putin's yeah. girls. Luisa Rosova is Yeah. The one that's never been like formally acknowledged. 
I but saw you, that she had to close her social media. A sad day for Insta girls everywhere. I, I she yeah, deleted I, her account. I don't think he acknowledges her, but he pays for everything. That's cool. <laughs> but I guess <laughs> they're all living in like a nuclear bunker. So I'm like, great. <laughs> Would you rather? live in a nuclear bunker with Putin's girls or, (laughs) or just get like blown to smithereens in your apartment and be comfortable. Ladder. Yeah. Wait, blown to smithereens in your apartment. Yeah, definitely. I wouldn't want to spend my last days on earth with Putin's girls. (laughs) Maybe, or my last, I guess they'll live on. But we'll <laughs> Yeah, but like you come out of the bunker and then you're just like in Siberia and the only people you know are Putin's girls and they're now your new best friend. Now I'm their gay. Do they lol? <laughs> yeah, you would have to be Putin's girl's main gay for the rest of your lives. Oh, and you'd also be like the only three people on the planet. They'd oh be like, God. make us laugh. <laughs> well, we're not Goal. getting any. <laughs> we can't repopulate. Quiet, gay. So make you us think laugh. I'm bad? <laughs> Just wait until you're with Putin's girls. Putin's girls will, <laughs> they'll be the toughest audience ever. Post-apocalyptic I don't know if you'll... Putin's <laughs> yeah. girls. Damn, it's bad. But I love the Daily Mail coming through with like <laughs> a deep Facts. dive onto Luisa Ramadala's, like Ramadosa's Instagram. Luisa Rosova. Rosova. Yeah. Uh, she had to close her social media after a wave of extreme trolling over Russia's invasion of Ukraine. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, Louise. It's crazy. Damn. Why is she on Instagram? Is she on Instagram from the bunker? I think she closed it like pre-bunker. I don't even know, actually. Let's look. Was she like... Te- was she like... Was she saying bad stuff about Ukraine or were people coming for her? I think she was just getting trolled. She'd been deluged with hostile posts with one saying, are you sitting in the bunker like a rat? While other posted emojis of Ukraine's flag. She's the daughter of cleaner turned millionaire Svetlana Krivogneth. Now a part owner of a major Russian bank, one of the country's wealthiest women. Love. It pays to fuck Putin. It pays to fuck evil rich men. Yeah. She had 84,000 followers. She stopped publicly posting five months ago, triggering the suspicion that Putin had gagged her, though her account remained visible until today. Now a message says in Russian, user not found. Damn. Well. Yeah, they're living in a luxury bunker in an underground city in Siberia. <laughs> I mean, my like- stomach turn. I don't love that. Someone commented, talk with the criminal to stop the murders. Okay, I don't think she's making the calls. Wait, what made your stomach turn? Just the idea of living in a Just bunker? Just the idea of them in a luxury bunker, like, preparing. Oh, yeah, that freaks I me out. I think it's, like, propaganda mostly, but... Mm. It's pretty freaky. I don't think we're going to get blown to bits by a fucking... I don't either. ...nuclear holocaust. I don't either. I just think he's, like... It just shows how paranoid he is. 
Yeah, but I think it's also like if he releases that information, it makes everyone else like scared. That's true. They're probably in like a mansion somewhere just like watching TV. Maybe they're listening to this podcast. Putin's girls. Putin's girls. Hey, Putin's girls. Well, we... I continue to hope their father doesn't win. And that's all I can say about that. Speaking of women that are decidedly not Putin's girls. The Staten Island girls. Anthony's girls. AJ's girls. AJ's girls. Giovanni's. Graziano's girls. Graziano's girls. Old Bravano. Crazy Legs girls. Old. Two old, guns. Two guns. Lefty Joe. Two guns Joe. girls. <laughs> Lefty Joe. Flippity flop floop. Old <laughs> big lip. flop floozies. Old big big lip fish fillet Mazzianos girls. <laughs> I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to. And you're to listening to. Sexy. Sexy unique, unique. Podcast. podcast. The Matriarchs the of Mozadol. Matriarchs of Buca de Beppo venture. <laughs> they are the Matriarchs of Buca de Beppo. They're in the Pope. Should we room. change the whole name of the pod to yeah. the Matriarchs of Buca de Beppo? The Buca de Beppo venture. Wait. What? This entire episode was also destabilizing because it was just everyone having different meals and Oh my God. It was so fucked up. There was, first of all, it was kind of a boring episode. And second of all, incredibly boring incredibly and it was boring. like a series of meals they just meet at different shitty restaurants the only one that we see in her home is drita yeah drita oh, and, continues and her her mission of just fucking sticking it to lee in every way that she can and i applaud her for being six it's like she finds a new way to fuck with him every time it's true and it's incredible she's doing incredible work she goes i'm here i'm I'm about to sign the divorce papers so of course i had to have someone here for support so my friend nicole is coming then we just see this random woman named nicole come in and drita gives her there's blue and red highball stem stemless wine glasses freak me out there was a lot of really <laughs> unclear glassware and ceramic wear in the. There was another scene where Drita and Carla meet for coffees, but they give them coffees in some of the most insane mugs I've ever seen be served in a restaurant. They're like mugs that you like my mom would have at her house, but somehow a restaurant got a hold of them and is now serving them to customers. My God, how much money are they spending weekly on these? I think production is That's putting true. that bill. Nicole just comes over to smile while Drita delivers a series of monologues about how she has not sent her divorce papers in the mail. She hasn't even told Lee that she's planning on divorcing him. No, this is her her one way to get power back. She goes, I have not spoke to Lee since I confronted him about cheating on me. Cheating. I'll explain it to Aaliyah and I'll tell her and, you know, we'll take it from there. So she, like writes his P.O. box address on the envelope. And then we cut to Karen in her huge Louis Vuitton purse 
that's now like the fifth or sixth star of the show. She's lugging this huge speedy <laughs> around to just go meet people for lunch. She meets Ramona at this other Italian restaurant and they start talking about Drita and then Carla. And Ramona's really upset because apparently Carla's been going around to two different boroughs in New York, Staten Island and Brooklyn, and calling Ramona her arch enemy. And that the really, way these women <laughs> that really sticks it to Ramona. She hates. Oh, she steamed. If you're calling someone an arch enemy is like calling someone like a slut bag or something, or like some terrible thing to say to like like even worse. Yeah. But like not even and it's like calling someone an arch enemy in Staten Island is bad, <laughs> but going over to Brooklyn yeah. and describing someone as your arch enemy, you better watch the fuck out. Ramona goes, Is Kala just a is she a, a okay person or is she a dumb cunt who needs a face bashed in? <laughs> yeah, the the way I don't they, think she needs her face bashed in. The way they say, the way they are, react to hearing Arch Enemy is like, cunt. Yeah, they're immediately in a place of cunt. Karen is also drunk with power, and I have a feeling she's on like stimulants because she's so mad all the time. She's like hopped up over the tiniest little things, and it's giving me like Adderall energy. I, I completely she, agree, and I have a theory. What's your theory? Well, I think later... Renee, she goes to Renee and Renee sounds like I do right now. She sounds completely stuffed up and it's like out of nowhere. And I'm like, that sounds like post-nasal drip. You're tooting Adderalls together? Yeah. When Karen sits down with Ramona, she goes, do you even want to know what happened with me and Carla? Like seductive. She's also giving off like really intense like sexual energy she is. And like she's lit from within and I think it's like an Adderall fueled. It's Agreed. like there's meth vibes. You know when you when someone when you're near someone that's on Adderall and you feel heat emanating from them? Like you it's like they become a kiln. Mhm. You're like, "Oh, she's you're kilning. You're a kiln with like a mouth." And you're just radiating rage Flame. heat. Yeah. Mhm. She's traveled into two different boroughs? I don't think so. This girl's like psychotic. She goes, call about a run, bitch. Run for us, run, because it won't be for good. <laughs> so now Ramona's-, Ramona's threatening to beat up. I'm also like, weren't you just arrested on a highway? For like a cartel? Drug trafficking? <laughs> yeah, like you might want to chill with like the physical violence threats. I, I'm telling you, these women, when they leave, they become, like, softer and, like, easier. And then when they come back, the possession of Staten Island takes hold and they become rageful. They're so angry over what? An arch enemy in Brooklyn. It's interesting you see Carla, like, the season's, like, not to spoil anything, but, like, it's just, it it's timely. But she, in, like, the next season, Carla always has... There's always some woman that never has met Carla that is like deeply threatened by her and starts claiming that Carla is like talking shit about her. And like the whole season is just building this case against Carla, but has never actually met her or sat down with her. Carla, for some (laughs) reason, is like a lightning rod for this. Why do you think? I don't know. She seems pretty like boring and benign. 
I know. Like she doesn't see she's not that much of a shit talker. I mean, who knows what's happening? I think it's also their other women. I think behind the scenes, there's probably at least like 20 other women that want a piece of the drama that 100%. we don't even see or know who are ready to fan the flames at any given time and mm. really just like talk about shit to these other women, knowing that they'll, it'll get them heated. Cause I think these women all want in on the drama, but Carla seems to genuinely not want any of the drama. Ramona goes, Carla run while you could. I was like, <laughs> Oh my God. So then Carla, they meet at another place. <laughs> Carla then goes to meet with Drita for their huge coffee drinks. Did you know these mugs? They're really weird. They're giant. They threw me. Giant floral. Carla sounds like Strega. Mm-hmm. She has kind of an old lady, old Italian lady voice. I just love Carla burying the lead for like the first 10 minutes of their meeting. And Drita goes, what's going on? She goes, nothing, nothing, mm-hmm. nothing. Well, I did meet with Karen. <laughs> and then Drita's face is always like this. She does play with her hair. Drita goes, oh. Drita's not pleased. She's not pleased, Carla- but she handles it really well. Yeah, she's like, you got to do what you got to do. She goes, that's between you guys. And then Carla and her start talking about the drama that's mounting and then how Karen's going around and like threatening to beat up Drita. And, and Carla goes, I feel like it's just category five between you guys. It is. And I'm still, it's all because Karen thinks Drita fucked Lee and she shouldn't have, I guess. Cause she didn't. It all goes back to that. I it think. all does go back to that. Get over it, Karen. Well, then Drita goes, she's threatening to come to my house where my kids live. The fuck she thinking? She goes, she must've lost some of her memory in Arizona. And I was like, she probably did. Cause she was, feeling ecstasy and yeah probably... she has holes in her brain i mean i know that's I'm how it goes someone with with holes in his brain mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm like yep he's got him yep. he's got him no uh karen and then <laughs> karina her daughter they go out to eat and then... i was gonna google that place it looks soothing yeah Karen tells Karina that she's going to stay in Staten Island. She's sending her back to Arizona. And I was like, damn, that's fucking harsh. They sit down and she goes, wow, I can't believe someone's almost ending. And then in her confessional, she goes, I brought Karina to lunch today because I want I need to break the news that I'm staying in New York while she goes back to Arizona. And I don't know how to tell her. Then you just cut back to her and she goes, so I'm staying in New York. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, well. She's like, does that hurt? Does, how does that make you feel? Do you not like that? And Karina's like, no, I don't like that. She goes, Arizona isn't the same without you. I'll say. Yeah, why would you want to? Why'd anyone want to go? Just saying. They know. <laughs> they know how it is over there. Um, Yeah, so Karina's going to get shipped off and Karen just has to do what she has to do now because this is how she can make a living for her family. And she has to write her book <laughs> she goes she goes i just want you to live somewhere but there's not a bullseye on your head because of your grandfather's name i'm like shut the fuck up no one gives a shit about sammy the bull yeah also isn't there a bullseye on her in arizona because you were arrested for running an ecstasy ring yeah i'd be more freaked out about arizona people yeah i'm like, way more addicted. scared of arizona people than i am of staten islanders 
Someone who's addicted to ecstasy who lives in Phoenix and is like willing and ready to do whatever to get their hand in another role. No. I mean. That ain't what you want. Mm-mm. I think she's safer in SI. TBH. She yeah. just wants to have her moment, I think. Yeah, Karen's like a little high on her own supply. But she also does. I mean, I don't want to judge like a single mom. No, but no. I also am like, okay, she's now free to like act. Yeah. Then good for her. <laughs> Renee and Carla meet for their meal. This was boring. This is like, and there's like literally <laughs> 10 more meetings of people in this episode. But basically all, we find out that Drita threw the first punch, but she also got hit the hardest. And Ramona got a little cut. That was nothing. Carly goes, wasn't Ramona bleeding all over the place, spitting blood everywhere? And Renee goes, she got a little cut. It was nothing. It was a nothing. Renee goes, Drita got her eyes sealed shut. So we know she got punched the hardest. <laughs> Renee sounds like Kathy Morarity. <laughs> Remember? Who's that? You've seen her. She was like in Raging Bull and Casper. Like she has like that real smoker New York voice. She was in. Yeah, you'd, you'd know her. Renee's never looked better, by the way. Her skin oh, she looks is looking fucking flawless. She looks incredible. She says. Drita's she, got her eyes sealed shut. She was. Drita threw the first punch, but she also got her eyes sealed shut. Renee doesn't trust Karen and she's very, she goes, I'm very disappointed in her. I'm going to have a talk with her about it. And Carla goes, I don't want you getting involved. And Renee goes, oh no, I'm glad to get involved. And I was like, here we go. Here we go. And then then we cut to Renee immediately going to another restaurant to meet Karen and and Ramona. And Karen's still hopped up. Karen is... She's Karen scary. calls Carly the Johnny Cochran of, of for Drita. I was like, oh my God. Karen and Ramona are living in like an alternate reality where they've made up truths that simply are fictional. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't understand how suddenly Drita, it's like they've turned the narrative into Drita's an outsider and she's the like poisonous one. I'm just Laura, like, that's not an- true. It's called doing amphetamines. Yeah. You just start thinking weird and connecting weird dots. They basically call Drita an outsider and say that she's not good enough to be with us because she's Albanian and not Italian. <laughs> Which I'm like, fuck you guys. Yeah, fuck off. Renee she's goes... She's earned her stripes. I heard you went out. She, Renee's like, I heard you went out and got in Carla's face. And Karen goes, yeah, I was going to put my foot on a neck. And fu-. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus. And then, and then Ramona goes, you know, Carla's going around to the boroughs telling I'm I, saying I'm her arch enemy. And then Renee's I goes, oh. oh, she goes, oh, her eyes bug. And she goes, oh, and she goes, arch enemy is a big word. Be careful with that. I'm and like, Ramona goes, yeah, it's a huge word. She had to look it up to know what it means. I was like, OK, it's not, though, you guys. Ramona calls Drita a cancer. She goes, you know when you have a cancer and it spreads to your nose, your head, your chest? Horrible. Drita's the cancer of this group. She's the outsider. 
And I was like, oh my God, Ramona, you're coming in hot with these claims. Lay and Drita's the, the fucking... best thing that's ever happened to us all. So you need to fuck off. I'm going to put my foot the... on your neck. <laughs> I'm going to make this short and sweet. She goes, you know what she is? She's a crumb snatcher. Ah. And that's when and Renee then... goes, oh my God. And then... Yeah, Renee's just, Renee just going, calm down. She calm goes, down. Oh, oh. oh. And... Then Ramona's really hyped up. She goes, you know what she is? She's a flip-flopping floozy. Oh. Renee goes, I got to say, you guys got weird names for each other. <laughs> Renee goes, okay, now you're starting trouble. <laughs> Renee's like, she's annoyed by it, but she loves it too. Oh, she loves being right at the center of it. It gives her purpose. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A malibu.com, code GLOW. Laura, I don't know if I can keep we the other scenes are all it's, at every scene is at another a, restaurant a, with another, another group scene. of the same people just talking about <laughs> the same thing over and over. The story editor of this episode needs Ramona to be to, have a talking to. Hmm? You need you, to be. You're banned. in big trouble. You're in timeout, and actually, no, you're fired. That's it. You're done for this. <laughs> Karen and Ramona go. They go to another restaurant, and Karen goes. I really want to have a spa party, but I wanted Renee to host it. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Karen takes her huge purse to a restaurant called the Bayou Restaurant. And this one, I'm keeping my eye on it because the font of this restaurant was all over the map. The was a different font from Bayou, which was like a crazy southern silly font. And then restaurant was like a different font from all three. And I was like, in what? Microsoft Word document 
did someone create this? It was too much. They'll find the newest, most like empty restaurants. They'll be like, can we film here? And they're like, yes, for free. Yeah, I don't want Staten Island's take on jambalaya. So basically all we got from this scene is there's a party coming up. And I'm going like, to have a spa party. She goes, I'm going to invite Carla. And Ramona goes, oh, <laughs> my arch enemy. Karen goes, because I used to own a spa and I know I, just, I miss it. I want to have a spa party. And I was like, the spa that you sold ecstasy out of? That you laundered money through, probably? Also, Kara's wearing... Kara. Karen's wearing an insane mocha lipstick in her confessional that is one of the most unflattering shades of lips <laughs> I've ever seen. Shades of mocha. It was a mocha. It was like almost like a frosted mocha. It was jarring. I was like, Karen, you're glam. My God. And that's when I said... She's on stimulants. Yeah, it's very like 70s furniture looking lipstick. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's bad. It's not like a glamorous frosted lip like Brittany Cartwright's Cheryl. homophobic mom, Sh- Sherry. Drita's. Oh. <laughs> Listen to that. Drita is ridding her home of all of Lee's shit. She's packing up her vampire's lair. Her bed is the mark of the beast. (laughs) Her furniture? Antichristo. It is truly like from a Catholic church. Yeah, it's both ornate but like very monastic. It's creepy. It's really creepy. It's like the strain, the coffin and the strain. Mm -hmm. She finds a letter in this giant oversized rouge coat that lee owned that's like she's drowning in she finds a letter from lee that says i love you so much she was like can't read it i can't Uh, read it every she hit every single quadrant of just how to get to lee first it's like i'm packing up our marital bed and like packing and then she's like carla comes over and she's like is that lee's room and she goes yeah I haven't even been in there for ages. And then she's like, he never wants anyone to go in his room. Then has her, Carla, and the whole camera crew go in Lee's special room. I was also like, why does he have a bed in his room? Yeah, and then she she picks up his baseball memorabilia one by one, just willy-nilly throwing it around. She goes, we should take out these bets and go play baseball. They're probably worth a lot of money. You know Lee's watching that like, ooh. And then she wears, like, a jacket the size of a tent, so she looks really small and, like, cute. Yeah. And then she and finds she a letter like, where he's... I used to wear this when I was pregnant. So then Lee's watching, and he's like, aw. And then she pulls out a note, and then he's like, well... And I was like, God, this is incredible work. She should teach a class. She really should. I live for this kind of shit where women who are, like, disempowered, like... They take back the power in this way. So good. 100%. Karen goes to Renee's house to basically demand that she let her host a spa party. And Renee's like stuffed, stuffy McStuffins (laughs) and just stuffed to the brim under her nasal ways just with something. Her nail ways? Her nasal path, her, like her nasal ways. Mm. Her nasal, her, you and your nasal ways. 
<laughs> She's. I'm. I'm a little out of it today, Lars. I'm just giving you a hard time. You. <laughs> don't be a Putin girl. <laughs> Putin's girls. The wild, ruckus women leading us while their father leads us to World War III. The rock and roll veterinarian and the pediatrician (laughs) who love to dance as their father leads us right into World War III. (laughs) Tell me, is it true that you love to dance? And they go, yes. They are yes, that (laughs) some could call me a Putin girl. (laughs) Renee, I... I can't even tell you what Renee's her nasally her nasal drip was just out of control. I couldn't even tell you what she was saying. She was basically like, "Sure, all right, you can come here." She Karen's like, "Well, I want to have it here," and then Renee goes, "Oh," and then she's like, "All right," and then she, Renee's really like feeling intense about all the drama, and she goes, "All the drama is getting to me. It's getting to me, and my procedure, what happened in it? I'm like, they're bigger fish to fry." She basically tells Karen, like, she's got to just get over it because it's stressing her out. I was like, no, I think your drug addiction is stressing you out, like, a little bit more. And your violent codependency. Yeah, this is what happens when you insert yourself into things that don't concern you. Then AJ, the another scene at Casa de Graziano. AJ comes home and he's like, hey. He's like, <laughs> I guess he hasn't broken down a door to get to Renee in a few weeks. He does not look well. He looks upset. No. He looks like a troubled teen. I know the that dad, vibe. And I was like, mm-hmm. damn, it's starting. Renee's papa, Graziano, has just gotten out of jail after 11 years. And he's in a halfway house. So AJ gets to see him on the weekends. But Renee and her dad aren't speaking. They're not on, we're not on speaking terms right now because of me being on the show. That's why, right? Mm-hmm. He wasn't speaking to her or her sister who produced the show. Are they friendly now? Well, he's dead. Mm. But he, I guess during, Renee claims that during his prison sentence, seatbelts were invented. Or maybe the law. I think it's the law that you have to wear yeah. your seatbelt was enacted. And cell phones. And cell phones went from being a brick to being like this he has no idea he didn't even see it coming he went into jail he had a beeper on him she goes how is he? he's just the same right just the same old guy and aj's like yeah and then she's like did he ask about me and i was like she should just go to him i'm with aj like stop with the drama he's like yeah of course she uh, of course he asked about you and she goes oh don't say that don't say that to me <laughs> And she goes, did he and did he and mommy kiss? And she's like, he's like, yeah. And she's like, oh, <laughs> Renee, just go to him. He's your father. He's your father. You're my, my father. Daughter. Carla and Karen have the weirdest phone calls of all time. Karen was literally doing Carrie O'Donnell acting when mm-hmm. she called Carla. She was going like this. <laughs> she went, hey, hey. Her like Carla? looks around. Yeah. And Carla goes, yeah. <laughs> Hi. I wanted to ask you something. 
She goes, okay. She's like, will you come to a spa party that I'm hosting at Renee's? And Carla's like, sure. <laughs> Karen lives in a jester's lair. Yeah, it's bordello jester. It's truly jester colors and like squares of different colors. Like silly diamonds that are all different colors. She could have easily hosted them at that place. It was it was big enough. Yeah, what is your fucking spa day? Like, are you just going to fill tubs of water and have, like, people getting pedicures? It's like, put them on your sectional. Go out on the balcony. Yeah. I think she just wants to have it at Renee's because she wants to show Drita that Renee is on her side. Mm. And Renee is too codependent to say no. You're so right. Drita calls Karen a raccoon. <laughs> yeah. She's always in my garbage. Carla goes then to meet with Drita and then tells her about being invited to Karen's spa party in a scene that was almost word for word reminiscent of the first time that they went out to eat where <laughs> Carla was. I was like, are they at the same restaurant? Did this happen the same day? Is this like no, the same? It was, it was a totally different restaurant, different day, but the same exact intro vibes where Drita's like, so what's going on? And Carla's like, hmm. So, yeah, Karen did invite me to her spa day. <laughs> it was like a time loop. It was. It was looper. I need watch IDs on Dreeter because I think she's wearing like Cartier and Rolex. I think her watch game is strong. Yeah. But I need I mean, the watch heads to let me know. I think they have good money hidden away. Yeah. Renee then is like, it's time for me to meet. I need to sit down with Drita and Carla and have a talk with them about everything happening. So now she another her, dinner configuration takes place. We're on like bangs. six dinner configurations in one episode. Having a conversation no, it, about the same thing over and over. It's like the cube in Hellraiser. It's just like a, pu- a constantly shifting puzzle. True. Different configurations. They go, Renee goes, it's time to go to dinner in Hoboken. now we're gonna have dinner drita and carla show up and renee goes well i'll tell you one thing you're goddamn late (laughs) i'm obsessed and then they and then they all start revving each other up renee tells drita that ramona and karen are basically calling drita like an imposter italian because she's not actually which i'm like that's fucked up She's not Italian. She just married into the lifestyle. Carla's wearing feather earrings. (laughs) Truly, a feather earring was a moment. I had a pair once. Huge feather earrings. Feather earrings. I'm going to put my feather earrings in and go to dinner. In Hoboken. And then Drita says... That Ramona is DJ flap a lot because she flaps a lot. She was street guys alike. She's the devil. Stay away from her. I was Renee like, goes, oh, I can't even keep track of the names that you call each other. That's so crazy. Oh, what? oh now you're sat in trouble. And then out of nowhere, Renee goes, I have a question for you, Drita. And Drita looks at her and she goes, my sister-in-law told me that Drita told Ramona 
that Renee is better off without Junior and that Junior's a loser and he only married Renee to get to her father. No, Ramona told Renee's sister-in-law. Uh, Ramona told Renee's oh, sister-in-law. Oh, no, no. Drita told Renee's sister-in-law that Ramona said. Yeah. Okay, I was a little confused. <laughs> My God. That Ramona said that Junior would be a loser without Renee and that he only married her to get to her dad, which I'm like. True. Where's the lie? Yeah. True. And Renee goes, no. Who's you're talking about my ex-husband who's now my boyfriend like this? <laughs> and then Renee gets heated and then she invites Drita to the spa party to confront Ramona and she says she'll stand in between her and Ramona and Drita's like, "No, you can't do that." And Renee leans in, she goes, "Listen to me. I'll take a beating. I don't give a fuck." I don't give a fuck. I'll take a beating. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Listen to me. It's like my goodness. I'll take a beating. She wants I'll to get beaten. beat in the dome. <laughs> I will not take a beating. I won't. She's like Heath Ledger and broke back. Just mm-hmm. trying to pick fights so he can get his she can get beaten up. So he can feel something for once. Wait, I'm obsessed with the beef between, is it Sam Elliott and Benedict Cumberbatch? Sam Elliott. Yeah. Versus, isn't he in 1883? Yeah, he was in A Star is Born. He's like a famous old actor and voice actor. And he basically just. Yeah, he's in 1883, which is the Yellowstone prequel, which I will be watching once I finish Yellowstone. I'm going, I'm taking things to a total place of 1883. You better watch out. It wasn't good? Mm-mm. Well, I didn't like it. Why didn't you like it? I don't know. I don't really like... Do you like period dramas? I don't like period dramas sometimes because I, I know that they all smell bad. And it, like, just bugs me that they're not... I don't know. So that's you know what why... I mean? Like, no, it's just, like, it's just everything's just... Gr- I just don't like... It's all, like, they're just... Ugh, they all just look like... Ugh. So it's like mostly a personal thing for you. Yeah. Okay. Period dramas are, I like some, I like palace intrigue. I like, but like, I like dusty, dirty (laughs) period dramas where people, I like to a stinky period drama. I mean, yeah. Faith Hill is hot. He's hot. She doesn't seem like she, people looked like her in 1883. Yeah, I mean, none of a... them look like <laughs> none of them have the look of someone who existed in 1883. To my yeah, she's, knowledge, she's snatched and pulled to the gods. And... You, you know, like the photos you see of everyone in the 1800s, you're like, my God, people were so ugly back then. <laughs> Gravity was harder back then. D- is it just the photography wasn't good or was it just like everyone was no, I think fucking it was hideous? Not... It was hard to be no, hot. I, I think it was just hard living. It was hard living and it took its toll. And if you were sexy, you were on you a had big... to be, you had to be rich or like a royal to be to like but as even like a white like, person. I'm like, who's look... the hottest person in the 1800s? Please tweet me or submit photos because I've never seen a person from 1800s and been like, damn, I'd fuck them. Some of like the old, 
scientists like Nikola Nikola Tesla was hot. Oh yeah, there were some like and like an aquarium. I feel like there was an aquarium guy or some sort of aquatic life type of person who was hot. But yeah, it's. I mean, whatever. I don't really. I guess I don't really like westerns. Yeah. Like old. I'm into the west. It's just my personal opinion. But anyway. Sam Elliott said that he didn't like Power of the Dog because it was too gay. Mm-hmm. And it said it they were wearing Chippendales, basically, uniforms. In the- and they never took their damn chaps off. He goes, I don't like that. I'm like, uh, cowboys are the gayest people I've yeah. ever seen. It's like, like nothing is- but homoerotic energy in the West. You're yeah. literally riding a horse around all day that's touching your dick through your pants. And you're and you're wearing natives. chaps and tight jeans and boots. Any any like lifestyle where you're wearing boots all the time, you're a little gay. Cowboys are very gay, and I just love him being like repelled by and couldn't even believe that there would be a gay cowboy. And he and he calls it homosexual and homosexuality, which I just I love like a vintage bigot. Like that, and a gay bigot who just is like homosexual. Those homosexuals. Very like. Who's the Anita? Who's the woman who got pied in the face? Anita Bryant. Yeah, she was like the one going in like the eight during like the Harvey Milk era in the seventies, being like, "We can't let gays near children because they'll rape them." And then she got pied in the face. Mm-hmm. The homosexual agenda is very strong. That's very Sam Elliott in that, in that interview. Yeah. But also it's kind of like being appalled at homosexual cowboys is being a homosexual yourself. Yeah. You're gay. You're Sam. gay now. If you even think or- to even think about homosexual cowboys for one second makes you gay and an being ally. A, <laughs> being appalled by gay sex is gayer than... Than gay sex itself. Yeah. yeah. So... But being like a denier of <laughs> gay activity in one of the gayest kinds of... Like, it's like the same goes for like the NFL or oh like construction workers where it would be like... These spaces where no man would deign to be gay. It's like those are probably some of the gayest spaces of all time. A hundred percent. It's just that's the that's always the irony, right? Mm-hmm. So I crowned Sam Elliott the ally of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Elliott and the state legislation of Florida. Yeah. The gay allies of the week. Thank you so much to <laughs> Florida for passing that hideous bill. Sam Elliott goes, he was like, oh, he also was really pissed that they shot the movie in New Zealand, but said it was Montana. He, I'm could, like, he couldn't believe it. I was like, they look pretty similar. If you'd never also, told me, I wouldn't have known. Bitch, why are you in the pictures then? That's that's all about it's make believe. Well, I guess isn't 1883 taking place in Montana, so he's like a hardcore Montana head. Oh, whatever. Get over it, Sam. I think she's from there, and they filmed it when like COVID was 
raging. So they had to go somewhere where it wasn't existing. Yeah, that bitch doesn't leave New Zealand. Yeah, you come Google to it. her. Google it, me, you dumb fuck. <coughs> well. Well, sorry for my coldy, cold, cold. On that cough, it's time oh, no, to I'm sign sorry. off. <laughs> The energy has left the building. (laughs) (laughs) Gary is done. He is done. No, I'm just sick. I know. I'm just teasing you. I'm just being a Putin's girl. (laughs) You're being a little PG. (laughs) Uh, Guys, sick tickets, sickets. Tickets to (laughs) our early summer shows are on the website. If you want to buy some. (laughs) They're not on my website, actually, but you can go to the links in bios, the link in my bio, the link in the bio of Sex Unique Podcast, the link in the bio of Sex Unique Podcast on TikTok, and click on that, and there are links to get tickets to each show. You really won't want to miss these. It's going to be so much fun. Starting June 2nd. Yeah, Carrie will be high energy. <laughs> He'll be healthy. He will refrain from you know coughing what? directly into the mic. I think I brought it, even if I was sick. You always bring it. It's never I a question slave. of whether you're I bringing boots. it. I boots the apartment down. <laughs> you're bootsing. <laughs> this sickness is bootsing you. I had no idea it was this bad. Yeah, I just like, it's gotten progressively worse. Damn. Maybe it is COVID. I tested the other day and it was nag, so... Well, stay strong and stay true. Stay true and let us know. Then let us know. For real. For re- Definitely let, let us know about 1,800 <laughs> hotties because I have yet to see one. And I'll be the judge of that. Mm. And uh, get well soon. Thanks. And love and light. See you next week. Bye. Bye.